With today's Jaldi 5, here are your hosts, Jaggu and Tarana. Welcome back to Jaldi 5, the space where we curate five stories from all over the world for you to imbibe. I'm Tarana. I'm Jaggu. And these are the stories you then add to conversations with friends and colleagues to keep it lively and entertaining. After all, there's only that much about politics and elections you can go on and on about. Number 5 Subramani is an auto driver in Bangalore. Subramani also lives in a posh villa in Whitefield that costs 1.6 crores. The IT department thought Subramani was up to something fishy, so they raided him as they do. So, there is some uh, political context to all of this, okay? Media has reported that uh, he is close to a local BJP MLA, Arvind Limbavali, and maybe there is some Benami property angle to this. Limbavali has promptly jumped to his own defense, saying this guy is someone he had met at some functions a long time ago and has no personal connect with him. So, to please leave him out of it and he has asked the IT department to take appropriate action. The twist is where Subramani says he got the money from. A foreign lady benefactor it seems. Now, 72-year-old Lara Everson lived in Bangalore for some time and turns out he once helped her get to her destination on a rainy day when she was struggling to find transport. Ever since then, they had an arrangement where he would drive her around whenever she needed transport and they struck up a friendship. She got close enough to him and his family that she offered to not only buy them a house but also pay for the children's education. One the report even says that the property documents have been submitted to the IT department so maybe it is all above board and subramani is lucky enough to have befriended a kind soul who wanted to look after him and his family but to give due credit to the IT department they can't let it go without investigating it otherwise kind benefactors from distant countries will pop up all over the place and be buying bungalows and penthouses number 4 Even though Apple tells us that AirPods are not waterproof and that they should be kept away from liquids, Ben from Taiwan is pleased and relieved to discover otherwise. They're also hardier than Apple gives them credit for. And of course, Ben found out in the strangest way possible. So he got up one morning recently and realized he had only one of his AirPods. He had fallen asleep wearing them and now one was missing. So, he logs on to the Find My AirPod app on his phone to track that missing piece. He could hear the beep beep sound but couldn't find the damn AirPod. He looked under his bed, his blanket, all of it. What was strange was that it seemed like the sound was following him around, which is when he realized it was coming from his stomach. That's when he figured that he had swallowed it in his sleep. An X-ray at the hospital confirmed that and they gave him laxatives and told him to monitor his poop. Lo and behold, the AirPod emerged the next day and the battery was still at 41% and he was pleased to know that they worked just fine. Except the fact that he clearly used it to see if they were working leads to a whole bunch of other questions that we rather not know the answer to number 3 azim mansuri of kerala in up is 26 years old and looking for love he's taken the matter to the next level by approaching the police for help last week the 2 feet 3 inches tall azim walked into the police station and said he was ready to get married and was looking for a bride but his family was not helping and his father and uncle are coming in the way as a result of this request police officials visited his house to have a discussion with his parents and because of that they are now getting into gear the cops have also promised azim that if his family isn't able to find him a partner in 2 months they will help him find one azim's father who is a general store and also runs an ngo that supports education for needy children says he feels helpless regarding his son's marriage he says that despite azim's age he still has a childlike innocence and exhibits some physical constraints besides his height and they're finding it therefore difficult to find him a match but now with the help of the good folks at the kotwali police station in kairana the search has restarted with renewed vigor and they ought to not mess around last december he'd even gone to lucknow and managed to meet ex chief minister akhilesh yadav to discuss this issue and was assured of help number 2 
It's your boy Badshah was in the news recently for buying himself a top of the line Rolls-Royce Wraith for over 6 crores. But there's another car that continues to be in the news for a couple of reasons. One, it is the world's most expensive car. And two, people can't figure out who's bought it. We spoke recently of Bugatti's La Voiture Noire, or simply the black car, which is an exclusive one-off piece that was revealed at the Geneva Motor Show recently by the manufacturer in honor of their 110th anniversary. And even though the name of the buyer wasn't revealed, the The word doing the rounds at that time was that it was bought by Ferdinand Piëch, the ex-chairman of Volkswagen, which owns the Bugatti brand. Then about a week ago, it emerged that the actual buyer was footballing legend Ronaldo. Now that's easy to believe given how much money he makes and that he is quite a supercar fanatic. Ronaldo's garage has a Rolls-Royce Phantom, a Ferrari, Lamborghini Aventador, an Aston Martin DB9, a McLaren, and a Bentley Continental. This would make a fabulous addition. But it is not to be. His spokesperson made it clear that Ronaldo is not the buyer of La Voiture Noire. So now the hunt for the buyer is back on. And it seems the name now being thrown about is boxer Floyd Mayweather, arguably one of the world's richest sportsmen. His one fight against Conor McGregor earned him 275 million dollars and he's supposed to be worth totally in excess of 700 million. So not only can he afford the car, he's someone who is well known for making flashy statements with fancy cars and this car would probably be the flashiest statement of them all so all we got to do is wait and see when he posts a photo with the car on insta with the words in your face bitches because if he's actually got it he's not the kind of guy to keep quiet about it number 1 and finally there's paneer then there's tofu and then there is taiwan's national snack stinky tofu it really is a thing and it really does stink even the bbc says so they did a huge article on it recently stinky tofu is basically fermented tofu according to legend it was accidentally invented in china hundreds of years ago when a struggling tofu merchant opened his container of unsold goods after several days to discover that his bean curd and soy milk mixture had started to ferment for some reason he gathered the courage to sample it and realized that it actually tasted much better than the regular stuff he started selling the stinky tofu and it got so popular that it was even served in the chinese royal court it moved to taiwan during the chinese civil war in the 1940s and has over time become everyone's favorite street snack so think of it as their version of samosa or golgappas but to be clear the smell has been described as a combination of sour milk and rotting garbage it's basically full of live bacteria which makes it ferment but the process that makes it stinky also makes it very tasty vendors pickle it deep fry it serve it steamed barbecued or skewered as a spicy soup or even as an ice cream flavor it's available at all the night markets there's an entire street lined with eateries dedicated to this dish and it seems the restaurant dai's house of stinky tofu is the mecca for people with adventurous palates and strong stomachs to try the dish for 30 years they've been using their secret recipes for the dish to entice customers for many taiwanese the most important aspect of the dish is its many health benefits which according to them include helping the digestive system and treating cold symptoms and there's recent and studies that say eating stinky tofu can also help prevent osteoporosis lower the risk of prostate and breast cancer and reduce cholesterol and that somehow explains it if the cliche is that anything that is good for you won't taste good then the corollary is if it's good for you and it tastes good it's going to smell terrible leaving you 
to rethink your emotions about Karela. It's a wrap on Jaldi Five for today. Keep these topics handy for the next time you want to throw entertaining stuff into a conversation. We love to hear from you, so please know that across social, Tarana uses at Tarana Raja, and I use Jaguism on Insta and Twitter. Get in touch, please. You can also email feedback to jukebox at bookmyshow.com and follow Book My Show on Facebook, Insta, and Twitter for updates on movies, events, and theater gigs. Also, do check out our longer order show. It's called The Odd Couple, and it's also available right here on Book My Show. A new episode will be out on Friday. Until next time, I'm Tarana, and I'm Jaggu. Okay, bye. Bye, bye. Jaldi Five with Jaggu and Tarana, exclusively on Book My Show, where all you gotta do is hashtag Just Press Play.